0: man how's life on the east coast these days man
1: oh man it's beautiful here i'm enjoying about an 80 degree day looking at the beach right now in clear water yeah.
0: is it uh the toes in your sand the water toes in the sand thing is that is that how you're feeling right now <laughs> yeah a little, little bit yeah. wrong band wrong band <laughs> just kidding no man it's a it's a great uh it's a great uh, time to get away, man. In between seasons, we got, we're got we ramping up, Dane. And in the next couple of weeks, we're full swing, you know? So yeah. oh, um, yeah. you picked wait. the right time to get away, man. So um, today is going to be super exciting, man. Uh, we got a, a special treat. I'm going to tell you right now, this gentleman, I've been playing drums for 20-plus years myself, and i follow followed this gentleman's career for quite some time. He works right now with one of my favorite artists named Colt Ford. He's a drummer for this awesome stud country singer named Colt Ford. Uh, true gentleman, true professional of the sport. Yeah. I'm telling you, Dane, he just, uh, I call it a gentleman of the sport because he's a gentleman drummer, uh, could teach you things that you didn't even know you didn't need to know. So without further ado, yeah. I want to take a little time and bring on Mr. Tim Haynes. Tim, how you doing, sir?
2: Good. How are you gentlemen doing?
1: Excellent. Enjoying another beautiful day.
2: Tim, we I'm, are. Uh, I'm envious. Uh, <laughs> what's your weather getting, there, Tim? It's getting better. It's, it's getting better. It's warming up a bit. I'm at least outside, which is good, but it's still a little, oh, a little gray, but yeah, it's getting cool. better that's done. good
0: That's great you guys got a few weeks off the road right tim before you hit the circuit is that right
2: well yeah we we, we knocked off at the end of the year uh close to christmas and hmm. we went out and did one show here i guess it was about a week ago and we really don't hit we got a you know just a smattering of shows between now and well a good amount but uh we don't really kick in you know it, the industry as a whole till what end of February, March is going gotcha. to start picking up where you're gone for any significant time so gotcha. uh, mainly in and out right now but no it, it's yet to kick up to answer your question
0: Well, I'm glad you're getting some uh, time off, man. I I know that they say even when you're doing what you love, it's good to have those breathers. So, Dane and I, what we do, Tim, we've been doing this for quite some time. We've got some questions we're going to pop at you. We'll kind of go back and forth, Dane and I. And there's a little Mm -hmm. segment we intentionally keep secret from me. It's called Rapid Fire. You get a (coughs) kick out of it. And it's little things like favorite candy, things like that. And at the end, we'll give you a chance to kind of open up the mic and preach to uh, the audience about kind of how you began following your dreams, okay? So –
2: Okay, I'm horrible with favorites.
0: <laughs> all right, man. Well, first <laughs> question. When I think about this, obviously the uh, work that you've done with Colt and you know, side bands and all that. Take me back to when you started, man. When did you begin or playing or I guess when did you get your first drum set, if you will, going back in the day?
2: Um, they say you now I here's I don't ever remember not being able to play the drums. Hmm. Like I don't. There's not a point in my life where I can actually. Go okay. I I had to sit down and figure out what to do on this thing. was like I knew what to do to a drum set before I knew how to play the music, it was just kind of an extension. So, um, I was beating on pots and pans and tearing stuff up. I think the first (laughs) drum set was probably maybe five, four or five. Okay, by the time I was eight, I actually got a like a real drum set, like a set of Slinger ones, which. You know that was that was the Cootie Gras, but uh, yeah yeah, I, it was early on and um, I, mean, I have a real weird path, not not your typical you know music path or just one thing or another. I went to college to do something completely different than what I'm doing now. so okay. anyway. Oh, nice. I,
1: what what was the first band you uh, you played in?
2: Um, like local band in Nashville, or, or just like
1: or just um, in general whenever you were growing up kind of learning your craft and and were felt confident yeah. enough to say okay i'm gonna go do some gigs or try to find it, somebody to play with
2: i think i think the first one was like a strawberry festival in portland tennessee when i was maybe a junior in high school okay so wow. you know um nice yeah I mean, I think that I, I played so much as a kid. And I mean, it was always difficult to have people to do it with, you know, mm-hmm. we're so young. And then by the time I got into high school and stuff, so I was getting into sports and then when I went to college, I quit playing drums for five years. Just really? Didn't, oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't touch a drum. I went into architecture and got my oh, wow. degree in architecture. And so, uh, yeah, I said it was an odd path. It's not your typical. Of- so so, so so we could we
0: could call you a kind of an architect of the drums right is that fair to say <laughs> so, oh, <wow. laughs> I, yeah
2: they i guess i guess that's true they call me Tiddles sometimes out on the road so <laughs> that, that, that would stand that's pretty pretty true to character i like that man <laughs> well
1: now now with all the gigs you've done is there a certain gig or a couple of gigs that actually stand out in in the forefront of your mind that you've done through the years man, and it, it's
2: it seems that they all have a, 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 you know, a relevance at some point in time. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of look back and what you thought was just kind of a, you know, a, a blip on the radar. You, you look back on it, it has a completely different meaning. You know, and yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it begins to gain momentum again. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, it, I, you know, it was, um, man. There's just so many of them, and I think the, uh, my first road gig. Or playing for a national artist was with Sam Moore of Sam and mm. Day. Mm-hmm. Yes, he sir. His man. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I worked for, I was with him for about two years and became his band leader and I just learned so much. I mean, I, I, I couldn't read, I couldn't do any of that stuff before I started doing his gig. Mm-hmm. And on that gig I learned how to read, I learned how to lead a band. You know, I learned so much about music, just stuff that course i didn't know i knew and, um, you
3: know
2: yeah so i'd yeah. say that was probably the biggest most you know the the, the most influential gig that i've had as far as mm-hmm. just um just all around life experience and just how to be in the music industry you know that's and, a, and that's, a to,
0: that's a heck of a milestone tim Too me think about it man that's a pedigree in and of itself you know so well well done man kind of
2: kind of goes back to the theory of you don't you know when you're, you're there it's kind of a blip and then Looking back on it, you go, wow, that's that's got (laughs) a lot of work to it, you know? (laughs) Well, man. Well,
0: Tim I'll tell you it's good to know man because Dane and I we, uh, we're uh, we taking uh. when you talk about your first you know band and all that Dane and I just so you know the cats out of the bag we are taking auditions because Dane and I started a cover band for Britney Spears songs <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> just kidding man <laughs> that's really cool now when you think about these influences man because you've kind of seen a lot and you've, you've been with a lot of people uh, throughout your kind of your pedigree obviously you know working with uh, Sam Malone or you know obviously now with Colt and all that is there uh, maybe it's a maybe it's a drummer maybe it's a musician being a band leader is there very uh influence mu- musician that stands out to you most in your life that you've got to work with so far in your journey
2: oh man uh, well let's see here I, so, I uh that's kind of that's that's a hard one because i mean mm-hmm. there's been people that you know you just you wouldn't think um would be an influence and in, in people that were and, and to pick somebody out for me you know that i've actually sam would probably be the biggest okay i mean just as a musician and just i mean this guy is nothing but feel i mean he just he's Mm -hmm. amazing just the voice and just his life experience alone just just that all that matters to me you know Mm -hmm. it all it all matters and i think you know musically there's of course playing with different artists, you'll have people that'll come up and do songs with the artist. And so you're kind of playing with them and you're kind of in the moment of, you know, just trying to make it through. And there's a little bit of Gaga to it as well. Mm Like, you will I can't believe this person is up here and I'm actually making music with them, you know, and that's happened both on the road and in, in the studio. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, there, there, there's uh, just tons of tons of them. Now, as far so, as drummers are concerned, um yeah, go ahead.
0: No, no, I'm just, I'm just making notes, man. Go ahead, yeah. I'm just listening.
2: Yeah, I told you I would talk, but anyway. No, it's uh, good. I love it. I love it. We love it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, drummers. It, 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 you know, the first guy probably was my dad. My dad was a bass player, and so hmm. my dad was just integral in, in just giving me music. Like, you know, I would. He would give me stuff or just kind of push it my way just to see if I w- would take the bait. I did the same thing with my own son. But um, it was probably, you know, the whole era of of Ginger Baker comes to mind that my dad just really just had an, an affection for. And just what he represented as a drummer, because he was such a jazz trained drummer and then just came into the rock world and was doing stuff that was, you know, the whole Bolero beat in white room, how he turned that thing around and did that. And, you know, and it's just, it, it, it was very influential. So him like Carmen Apathy and then I heard grand funk and deep purple, you know, and, and all these, you know, Santana. And it was just immediately, um, you know, buddy miles start going into all this stuff and just soaking it up and soaking it up. You know, by the time I was a teenager, he turned me on to a, I had heard Billy Cobham's Spectrum and it was kind of I got it and it was impressive and it, it and it kind of floored me but I didn't know what it was yet and then I heard Steve Smith on a Jean-Luc Ponty record called Enigmatic Ocean. That hmm. was a game changer for me. Complete game changers. A speaking drummer, our baby. language,
0: it's... Tim. I love it, man. Just speaking so, language I understand. <laughs> so, you get
2: the, okay, right on Yeah, so, it, That was that was like the pinnacle. I mean like where it just opened from there came you know Jeff Beck and all these people that were, mm-hmm. you know, that really saddened me about Jeff Beck passing because yes, it's just yeah. what, gosh, I mean he's oh amazing. Anyway, thank you, Jeff. Um, uh, you know, it it, it just kind of went from there, and and mm-hmm. I think from that I just anything and everything I became a musical sponge. Even when I wasn't actively playing the drums, mm-hmm. it was like just still just learning the language, learning the language, and just. I don't know, hoping that one day I could turn around and give somebody the same feeling that I got yeah. from listening or watching somebody play music. You, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, Definitely. I think that became kind of the the thing that was became very important to me, just mm-hmm. being able to experience that moment. So, yeah. uh, anyway, um, mm-hmm. go ahead. I'm. I'm, I'm oh no, no, I ahead. was. I was just going to ask <laughs> uh, with with so all good. those in
1: with all those influences and the people that you've heard and been around your career is there something say like a dream collaboration you would like to do with somebody either mm. in the uh present now or, or from your past that you didn't get to work uh, with
2: you know that, it, yeah, that's that's kind of hard to say uh, yeah i mean i guess there is you know it just depends on um for me kind of what level you think you're you know, what you would like to hear or, or of, <laughs> of course, a lot of these people are, have, have passed since past, yep. you know. Um, I, I think sometimes I, I look backwards and think of the artists that I've played with in the past that, you know, may or may not have gone on to national fame or, or, or exposure. And you want to go back to those projects because you feel like at this point in time, you're actually, um, uh, what would you say, you're adequate you could actually mm-hmm. do the project justice, you know, cause I mean, there's so many great people that I've worked with that, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, going back to the days where you had the, the you know, the garage bands and, and <laughs> <had a> guitar <laughs> yeah. player buddy of mine named Kevin Cottrell, it was just amazing, amazing, you know, and it's just, I think about going back and making projects with people in my past like that more so than mm-hmm. I kind of look at, you know, if I had one guy I'd like to go play for, this person yeah. I'd like to collaborate with because I like their music, chances are they've already chose somebody that was just I mean I see that mm-hmm. they put it right there. You know, there's no yeah. there's no reason for me to go back and do that or kind of I don't know. We
3: we'll get oh, what you're saying, and, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Okay, definitely. good.
2: I, I'm starting to feel like that didn't make sense. But no I think it did. It, does. it totally, yeah. did, man. Yeah, That's right on.
1: So so now going into twenty twenty three, um, as you guys get rolling in the season so to speak what are you guys looking for this year do you guys have a set amount of tour dates that you do or or records or anything that you guys are working towards to get out this year
2: um does we as a rule we do you know right around 120 a year wow and that's kind of the you know that's that's kind of the 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 uh the focus and as far as that's what we 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 run so um I I I'm, from what I understand, um, I think Colt has he's gonna release I don't know if it's gonna be a full record or if it's gonna be an EP, but a new release of stuff that we've already tracked probably oh, nice. a year or two ago. Anyway. It's I mean we've tracked a lot of stuff during COVID and, and, and right before that. So he's got so much material. So I think he said something like yeah. April, like an okay. April release or like, you know, a spring release. I could be wrong. But uh, anyway, I I think that's, you know, that's definitely something that's around the corner. So it's just kind of, we just do what we do. I think more than anything, we like getting together as a band and crew and going out and do what we do. Mm -hmm. And we thoroughly enjoy it.
0: You, and you yeah, think about really. and you think about this man sam two things you guys have and there's no question y'all have no pun intended a cult base you know falling behind you you really do you have a you have a movement you know and i remember i've been listening to you guys since literally since chicken and biscuit days man back in the day that's when i started following up with this guy i'm like you guys have a movement so you can put out one song a decade and people would love it or as many as you want to so it's kind of nice like you said being able to kind of set your own destiny uh, that's got to feel pretty good you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. um that's cool man because it's it's I, I like how you do kind of quality over quantity yeah 100 20 dates man uh, some of these bands i have yeah. work with because i've been playing for 20 years some of these guys are out grinding out 300 dates a year and they're just tired of it you guys are like oh we'll kind of get to it you know and you just you have those those dates that are meaningful and you're not having yep. to yep. run yourself into the ground to do it you know that, that's impressive man i like yeah. that so
2: we've've we've, we've ran it hard you know to get to that 120 you, you do have to run the yeah. 200 275 i mean mm-hmm. you know man and, uh man they, i mean that's what makes you get away from it Mm-hmm. you, you, you got to figure out something different you know so, yeah yeah well man uh oh Go we, we think that
0: we there's a little segment too because it's, it's fascinating to hear that and i can't wait till you guys come close we're let us know when you throw those dates out because we'll share them man we'll be all about it and we got last time i saw you guys play was a couple of years ago uh there was a stampede festival so i'm like i'm intending to get back to see you guys again man we're we're kansas so let us know when you come close man so we can catch a show with you you know <laughs> so, absolutely absolutely man. So a couple we a little segment that we do. This again, we always say, Tim, if nobody else laughs, me and Dame will <laughs> so yep. we do this little, we do this little segment that's called rapid fire. So man, these are mm-hmm. little things that uh they're meant to like literally just Catch you off guard fun silly stuff you gotta <laughs> you gotta spit out the first thing okay so it's kind of like either or if you will i'm just rapid fire fun stuff okay so
2: we'll see how this goes you ready <laughs> <laughs> i think so yeah. go ahead. Uh, here we go
0: there we go coke or pepsi pepsi okay snickers or uh reese's pieces uh
2: reese's pieces
0: okay laser funions uh onions okay Dave, you're three for three, Dave, man. You're hitting hard on these today, Dave. Okay. Uh, m uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. So you're doing good, man. You're not. You're, you're doing just fine. So these are just personality questions. And the last one would be movie or book? <laughs> uh, book. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I, so my score was four. four. All right. So Dan, I got you four out of five. So this is a little fun thing we do, Tim, just silly rapid fire stuff. Not meant to be too deep, man, just for kind of personality questions. So Dan, I'll kind of give it back to you for this next segment, Dane.
3: So.
1: Okay. On this one, Tim, we call this one uh, an open mic. You know, our uh-huh. base is, is, you know, the younger demographic all the way up to, you know, our age, I, I guess I can call us the older people. <laughs> um, it, through your career you know you've had things that have driven you you know mm-hmm. whether they always constantly getting better are there some things that you can tell some of the people that are at the you know beginning of following their dreams to kind of help them along with maybe some kind of uh, mindset that you've carried with you or some philosophy that you mm-hmm. could kind of give them to help them to along in their journey
2: oh uh, well I can tell you my experience with it I don't know if it's helpful or not, but <laughs> I, I, I think, I think that for me, it, it boiled down to what's sustainable and why are you doing something,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know? And if you do something for the pure joy of it, and that's truly what you enjoy, that will be forever tested throughout mm-hmm. your whole career <laughs> in, in a way that it will make things so complicated and so difficult for myself. You know, it did. I have to keep the main thing the main thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it all boils down to why are you doing this? Because, like you yeah. said, you know, 300 days a year, 200 days a year, 120, that's scooting. I mean, that's a yeah. lot of work. It's a lot of grind for anybody. And, and I mean, there are times that you're, you're going to work for little money. You know, there's times you're going to work for great money. <laughs> but, but ultimately, you're going to have to get up and go do it. And there's going to be things that's just going to make you question whether it's worth it to you or not. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. it, it's it's not one of those easy kind of uh or easy just quick payoff professions. Yeah. where Whereas you know the things that you're going to get quick results. It's a grind. Right. And so for me, it's I can honestly say that when I go up there for 90 minutes a night, that's my time to feel joy i mean that's mm-hmm. i love what i do i love mm-hmm. making music i love the the guys that i make it with i love the fact that i get to make music and get paid for it mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. I, and you know and for me to be able to do that and be n- not be disingenuous to where mm-hmm. your audience i mean they can pick up on that stuff yeah yeah you know they can pick up on it you know so you I mean? can,
0: it's, you, you kind of Tim. You take this, and it, 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 I have to say this before I forget, because I'm thinking about, I'm absorbing what you said, Tim. And you're talking about doing it because you love it, and then it never gets old. You've been, you've been a professional drummer for quite some time, man, and it's a career thing for you. And that's we can tell you love it, man, because obviously you, you're good at it. You come, you keep coming back to it. Could you imagine yourself doing anything else, Tim? Honestly, in your life, I mean, honestly, no, no. I couldn't because
2: I had the opportunity to do something. I mean, I it was something okay. that you know. I made a choice to pursue it, but it was something that it chose me from the get-go. Mm. Yep. You know, it, to, yeah. to play drums and have a career with it are two different things.
3: Yeah, man. It, so,
2: you know, um, and then, of course, raise a son or, or you know, to, to, you have to pass something sustainable along to your kids. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. for me, it, it, it's a matter of, uh, I have to keep it simple, extremely man. simple. on what they say, keep the main thing, the main thing i love that don't man. focus don't focus about what's on the outside don't focus you know focus on the fact that you honestly get to do what you love <laughs> what you love for a living yeah. and get paid for it and i mean that, that's that should be something that speaks it volumes
0: to, to like that speaks volumes to our, our listeners because you know like i told you we've got athletes and other musicians and we've got veterinarians and doctors and all that kind of stuff and it's like it, it's interesting that you know, you can have the same passion for being a, a, a kick and drummer as you can a basketball player or, you know, a doctor. It's cool. Like you're saying, yeah. this, you're, that message we're all is. all the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah you man. Know,
2: That's crazy. The, way, cool, the way we see humanity and how we raise children and what we feel is important, you know, fundamentally, we're basically all the same.
0: I yeah. love that. You know? Definitely. <laughs> When you, I had I had one more Tim for you, and then if Dane does, uh, one more question, Tim, before we kind of slide to land a plane. When you look at, you know, we talk a little bit going back to the grind for a quick second, and and you guys came into this, and obviously you've been on kind of both sides of it. You've seen some of those bands before the rise of social media and streaming services and all that stuff. Is there? Do you? uh, And again, maybe you don't want to answer this. That's totally fine. Do you feel like that's been a more of a blessing or not the digital age of? Of music I guess what, what how do you feel like that's left a uh, maybe an impression on 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 your career if you will you know the digital side of things
2: uh, well I mean i I don't see where I, I don't know where I have a choice
3: <laughs> you know
2: yeah. but but i you know I think that when it first came about there were with every with you know my son has a thing you know it, it, and it's just what he said uh he said comfort is the enemy of growth yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm no exception. And and sometimes I don't like to be pushed and I don't like to be told how quickly to do something, you know, and I think that was my biggest hurdle in accepting, just say for for instance, the drum machine.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You
2: know, When it first came out, I was anti, hated it. It just didn't sound like drums to me. Couldn't accept it for anything. And then as time goes on, you, you, You'll eventually find a use for it, or <laughs> just something that you can, I guess, where you, you find the good in everything eventually. You know, you'll find, for the most part, you'll find something about it that's useful to where if you don't have to love it, but you'll have a mutual respect, you'll have a respect. I got you, I mean, well, you know, you know, what I'm saying you'll acknowledge its place in history, or just up yeah. to this point. Well, and, man, I, I mean.
0: I'm mopping yeah. what you're spilling, as I say. I, I'm as a kid say I'm mopping what you're spilling. I just I look at a lot of the bands and a lot of artists. What I think it's interesting is for for bands like you, like musicians like yourself, you kind of have that best of both worlds. You've had that success before the rise of you know digital yeah. and all that. And now you're able to take that and almost reinvent like some of us, you know, as we're reciprocating that, uh, it cracks me up every time I see, like, for example, a lot of our kids use some of Colt's songs for their warm-up stuff. And it, it cracks me mm-hmm. up to see now we're reciprocating that back into the next generation in a platform that, you know me and Dane's age, we were doing CDs and, you know, things like that. Now it's like, Hey kids, yeah. check it out on Pandora yeah. or Spotify. They're listening to you in that platform, you know? So it's yeah. just like you're spreading the message in a different way. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I don't that.
2: know if I could survive being like my son's age or something and, and doing <laughs> what I did. Cause man, I mean, there's so many good players and just, I mean, yeah. it's, it's really made it possible. For, that That's the cool thing. It's made it possible for people that didn't have access to drum clinics and this and that and the other mm-hmm. just become phenomenal musicians I yeah, mean, that just blow me away i'm just going oh gosh these people are so talented <laughs> you know and good anyway yeah. so yeah that would be the, the, I, it's relevant I, yes, don't, sir. I don't dislike it at all yeah. Well, man,
0: I, I tell you what, Tim. Like I said, uh, you you know we life lifetime fans again. It's interesting because one of our one of our head coaches for our organization, I told him he was like, "What?" He's like, "You got Tim." So he's like, "I'm I'm taking the day off tomorrow to listen to it." So you have a huge following around here, man. You guys are you know, obviously yep. well renowned everywhere you go. So uh, we cannot wait to see you on the road, man. And I uh, hope you get some rest, but also get we can't wait to come jam with you. And uh, uh, let me know as soon as you get the tour schedule out, we'll throw it out there. We'll be supporting you along the way, man. And uh, from from those listening here, uh, obviously here in the Midwest and your worldwide audience man yeah. we are grateful you took the time to break down this uh this episode with us uh, as we always say dane and i do we learn more than our guests do so t- yep. there's no exception tim we appreciate it man so uh tim on that note man unless you have any kind of closing words for the audience we'll, we'll get out of your hair and dane now and will debrief and uh we hope that uh, the invitation is open to catch up again with you soon a standing invitation to come back on and uh if not we'll be cheering you off on from the road very soon okay so
2: this sounds great thank you guys for having of course me. uh, yeah. i mean just yeah, I can what can I say? I'm, I'm very grateful. And, yes, yeah, sir. Thank you. I uh, hey, thank good you love to I'm you guys again. and let's keep in touch. Yes, well, sir. We definitely will. We'll be much. in touch
0: very soon, Tim. We appreciate it. So, Dane, that's what I was telling you, man. D- Tim, I-, I love this guy because he's literally a gentleman. I call it a gentleman yeah. of the industry, man, because he uh, he knows so much. And I, when I first talked to him, it was so cool because it was so heartwarming. And like he genuinely loves what he does and he loves people, yeah. you know. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and and dude, he's he's modest, dude. He he makes a good living, but he, he's not he's not bragging about that. He does it for the for the art, you know. So it's really cool. So, what would you think? On that note, Dana, obviously, uh, we're glad we got the chance to bring Tim on. Definitely, we'll, we'll, many more to come. Uh, the today is no exception as far as greats After uh, Tim today, we've got Coach Keatley from uh, Yapavai College. Man, a soccer right up your alley, Dane. So we got some yep. soccer to talk here in a little bit. So, and this week is Music Week. Tomorrow we've got Corey from Seether stopping by, and uh, we've got Miggy from El Nino. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday to hit, uh, hit up Joey for us. And this weekend we've got some more musicians as we go into next week. Man, it's just the the the, the magic continues so without without any hesitation we'll end this one and we'll pick up here soon with keatley so as we always say thank you again to all of you out there for giving us your time and your energy and your love and if no one else tells you today don't forget that we love you
1: thank you for listening